Hey there, everyone. From beautiful Fort Collins, Colorado, halfway between Cheyenne and Denver, and 5,003 feet above sea level, I'm Jeff Haber, and you're listening to No Bed of Roses. No Bed of Roses is brought to you by Conexus. Maybe your company is creating video content or you're a brand looking for that coveted direct connection with viewers. Maybe you're an established YouTube creator or you're just starting out. Conexus Interactive Web Video Solutions enables viewers while watching your videos to simply tap on the items they're interested in, directly connecting them to the merchant's shopping cart to easily purchase those items. This all happens without ever leaving the video experience and without ever leaving the site where they started watching the video in the first place. Connexus shoppable video content works using any browser on any device. No download, no plugin, nothing to install. Interactive video like you've always wanted it. Find out more at connexus.com. That's K-E-N-X-U-S dot com. Welcome back to today's episode of No Bed of Roses. There was a little bit of, of confusion with our text communication between Kevin and I for today's episode as he was looking for some ideas for conversation, and uh, this is clearly uh, this was clearly a challenge for us. So, hopefully, you'll you'll get some laughs as we did as we completely crossed lines and stumbled through what we thought was a clear communication, but what one person thinks uh, maybe the other person not so much. So, sit back, relax. And hopefully you'll enjoy some more fun conversation with my good buddy, Kevin Hall. Here's Kevin. So you texted me, hey, you got any anything to just kick off the conversation, right? Right. What I say, sure. What happened to you and your family this weekend? Work for the Writers... Uh, oh, work... <laughs> That's why though I'm reading it. Worked for the Writers of the Dick Van Dyke... It, that means it should have been comma, hyphen... Worked for the writers of the Dick Van Dyke show, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the inflection right there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, then other, and then other ideas finishing with cake or death, which goes all the way to Eddie Izzard. But now I see yeah. in reading it where the confusion, where the confusion came in. I'm sure what happened to you and your family this weekend. Yeah, because the question was, any thoughts on topics to get rolling? <laughs> sure, what happened to you and your family this weekend? Work for the writers of the day. Wow, I don't even know how you... <laughs> that was how the writers of the Dick Van Dyke show wrote the show. That's what they would do. They'd get into the writer's room on Monday morning, and they'd all talk about what happened with their families over the weekend. And Interesting, and that sort of primed the pump and get it rolling? That's, what, that's not only primed the pump, but that's, yeah, that's how they built most of their episodes. That was Carl wow. Reiner's Carl Reiner's thing. How do we because it was about a family, I don't know if you you're you're probably a little too young, but uh I I, I just went back and, and looked at it and actually I thought that because it was just it's just such a classic. There it is. 
<laughs> there it is. There it is. Love it. Oh my god. Yeah. So, true classic, and uh, I just I just googled it, and on the wiki, 158 half hour episodes, and some of the most brilliant, some of the most brilliant people in television and in comedy ever. And this song just swings, man. This is just so good, so good. Isn't that killer? Oh my God. Yeah, That's killer. Yeah. And so, and that was composed. So this was cool. Cause I thought, you know, I, I mean, it's iconic. That is iconic. Yeah. Who wrote that? It was a guy named Earl Hagen, uh, who, who was a TV and, and film composer. And he did, he did some great stuff. This guy, I just thought, man, it just, it really swings. So he did shows like for Danny Thomas, make room for daddy, Dick Van Dyke show, obviously yeah. I spy that girl mod squad, but he wrote the fishing hole. Do you know what the fishing hole is? I don't. What is that? I don't know that I can whistle right now, but if I went. Oh, my God. That's, uh, yeah, with um, Andy Griffith Show. Andy Griffith Show. And that's him whistling. Really? Yeah. And so he came up with that jingle. And he, that he, the, he, wrote the, that, he wrote that song. Yeah, he wrote that tune. Oh, my God. He, he co-wrote it, which is pretty cool. I went, yeah. I went right down the rabbit hole on the fishing hole, but uh, but that's how that's how Carl Reiner and the writers used to do it. And the writers in the room, I want to be in the room where it happens. Are you a, uh-huh. are you a Hamilton fan at all? Yes, yeah, and the kids are are just nuts over that, it. That's crazy, right? The, our kids are like full on full tilt musical theater junkies I yes mean, they, they absolutely are doing backflips and like know the words and play the piano to them and they sing with each other and it's it's awesome it's nuts i think this happens in in every house it's uh kaylee and dylan know most if not all of the lyrics and they're constantly they're constantly doing it and i i think i read that uh the obama girls it's just it was nonstop in their house. Is that right? Yeah, same same kind yeah. of thing. So I think kids just latched onto this thing, man. And it's so I, I I went to that because of the guys in the room, and so that one of the guys in in that writers' room is Gary Marshall, and, oh, is that right? and, and Jerry Bilson, who went on to do the Dick Man, uh, the, uh, the Odd Couple, and and Jerry Paris, who of course played the role of Jerry. I got I met Jerry years and years later because he became one of the top five TV directors and was still was directing when I I had a little support thing that I did on the crew for the show Wings and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and those are the guys who did uh Cheers and Frasier and Wing that whole mafia and Jerry, if you look at TV credits I mean it's hard to find an episode of a show that Jerry didn't direct even mm-hmm. even into the 90s it was just great so anyway seminal stuff and that's how they did it Kevin they just they talked about what happened, the craziness with their families, the miscommunication with their spouses, the, the challenges with their kids, what happened. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. And, and then is, it's like it just it. grows on itself. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Max, uh, he wanted to drive. It is perfect at 10 o'clock, you know, I pick him up. And um, he says, can I drive? Because he's got his permit. And I said, um, uh, don't worry about it. Can I drive? Can I drive? I said, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll just I'll just get us home. You can you can live vicariously through me right now as I drive. And he's like, I, I don't want to live viagrally through you right now <laughs> while you drive. 
That, man, that's a bit. That's a good I stuff right there. I don't want to live viagrally through you. And with all <laughs> earnestness and 100%. totally committed to that, that was the appropriate word yeah. that, at that panic moment. <laughs> On so many levels. Yeah, I just picked him up from his girlfriend's house. I don't want, yeah, no. Dad, home, James. There, yeah. it, yeah. there it is. I like it. I like it. He's he looks tall. Is he tall, Kevin? He's a tall kid. Yeah, I think he's pushing five nine plus yeah. now. I mean, yeah, he's a tall kid. He's 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 taller than all of us. Yeah, and, uh, it literally felt like it happened one morning. I walk in the kitchen and there he is. He's, I'm looking up at him and you know, going, wow, how'd that happen? And a handsome guy too. So handsome kid. Yeah, he, I don't uh, think he'll have to worry about living viagrally for a while. I think he'll be. <laughs> no. I think, it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. He doesn't need to worry about Viagra. That could be, yeah. it could be a t-shirt though. So the other part of that, of that text to you, the last thing was, was cake or death continuing in the spirit of giving attribution where attribution is due. That's, uh, that's Eddie Izzard. Are you an Eddie Izzard fan at all? Yes. Yeah. 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 He, um... We've seen him, I think either two or three times. And the first time, the first time, I just, we just knew we were in the presence of genius. He was yeah, just, yeah. he was just so good. So here's, here, here's Eddie right now. Eddie. It's cake or death? That's a pretty easy question. Everyone, anyone can answer that. Cake or death? Uh, cake, please. Cake, please. Very well. Give him cake. Very well. Oh, thanks very much. Very nice. You, cake or death? Uh, cake for me too, please. <laughs> Very well. Give him cake too. We're going to run out of cake at this rate. <laughs> it's just brilliant. That was on the. That yeah. was on the tail end of of the building empires with flags. So freaking good. We claim this in the name of the king. You can't claim this. We. We we live here. There's five hundred million of us. Yeah, do you have a flag? It's, <laughs> fuck all. We don't need a flag. Fuck all. We don't need a flag. <laughs> so brilliant. He came. He came to Boise a few years ago. He, did he? We saw, we saw him here. Yeah, it's at the, called the Morrison Center. The Morrison family, the Albertsons family. There's been a lot of philanthropic families through the history of Boise as it's developed over where the, the years. Where those Morrisons make their money, Kevin and Timber? What they do? There's a lot of in agriculture. I don't know what the Morrison's claim to fame is. The the Simplots, who are also big Simplot. all over the place, big in of course agriculture, that's, that's but, ag, but yeah. uh, ag and and fertilizer, and of course, you know, like the McDonald's contract for French fries for potatoes, potatoes for French fries. You know, and that's that, yeah, and that's where I know from the restaurant world. And that's, I I I didn't I never knew it's it's a family name. It is, yeah, Jr. Simplot. Yeah, yeah. We, you just order Simplot fries by the truckload or whatever yeah simplot hmm. early on apparently the story goes he, elementary school education started out very entrepreneur very entrepreneurially inclined and um started out i think with goats and and had a goat business of some kind and and agriculture and industry and all of that but something to do with the freeze drying process for potatoes during World War II so that they could efficiently and cost effectively ship potatoes overseas to the soldiers in the different theaters, you know, in the European theater, the Pacific theater during the war. So that that really catapulted him into 
I'm just I, I'm just looking at him because I again I know the name from the restaurant business, and he died when he was 99. He's an old school uh, Dubuque, Iowa uh, born cowboy looking kind of guy. Yeah, and yeah. I would say he he just he looks like uh, right out of Central Casting a, a wildcatter kind of guy. So absolutely. Like Roy Rogers or something, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Or in the last two, and yeah, he just made it happen. He quit. Yeah. He quit school in the eighth grade, and and, yep. and went out on his yep. own as fourteen, and and started working on a farm. It's great, a great American story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and uh, oh yeah, I see. With the the legend here is that he had a he had an agreement with Ray Kroc, a handshake agreement to supply to supply frozen French fries, which. Which extraordinary the, the greatest French fries in the world still to this day. Yeah, yeah. He, the frozen McDonald's, frozen McDonald's fry. What yeah. a deal, huh? Yeah, I mean it's it's considered by chefs around the world still the gold standard for French fries. But it's just uh, it's still it's just a great product. Anyway, geeking yeah. out geeking out on French fries, but it's it's that that's a nice bit of information that you've shared with me, Kevin. Because I would just see Simplot and on order sheets, and we talk about Simplot mm. and Simplot. Never tied it to a name. It's really cool. I mean, like Albertson, Joe Albertson, who started the Albertsons chain of stores, it started and it's right down here. It's right down like five minutes from our house on 16th Street and, and, and State Street. Um, started out as an outdoor farmer's market. Oh, Albertsons is another Boise original? Yeah, yeah. Their corporate headquarters are still here and um, another big employer in the area and all the way up to this day, in terms of philanthropy, one case in point that, of course, near and dear to us is we have there's a, a skate park called called Rhodes Skate Park in Boise, and it was it was kind of faltering. It was sort of stalled. You know, they had they had run into budget issues and they had these these major plans to have this world class, extraordinarily built skate park right downtown and it was it was perfect i mean it's beautiful it's all it's all been completed now but the tony hawk foundation donated i think some angel capital to get started somewhere 10 or twenty thousand dollars to sort of jumpstart the thing and then they had, we had local fundraising and 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 uh donations and things but they got stalled out and so it just kind of sat and sat and sat for years then the albertson's foundation came along and they said we got to see this thing get finished and i think they donated uh, $1.25 million to, to finish off the roads skate park in downtown Boise, which is now they've hosted like the X games trials there a couple times. I mean, it's world-class. Oh it's man, that's nice. So there's a, yeah. is there a big skate scene in, in Boise? There is. Yeah. It's, it's really good, really healthy, you know, a lot of really high quality skate parks and destinations and places for skaters to go and train and get together and practice and, and are you boarding now mostly or are you Yeah, at, um, I, I started as a kid. My parents got me in lessons and started me skiing, I think, at about four. Oh, that's and, good. Um, um, you know, with skateboarding and surfing so much in my youth, I, I, I think it was 15 or 16, I tried snowboarding. And it was actually a very tough learning curve. I, I really underestimated how challenging it was going to be for me. And, and I hear that a lot from people that you just got to stick with it. And then suddenly the light bulb flicks on and you get it. And it's like night and day. Am I crazy, Kev, or do I remember you, you busting your collarbone? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. yeah that was, I, I want to say 1999. And I remember that because of just because of the, 
the timetable. It was kind of Casio G-Shock timetable. Mm, that's why had that we were working white. together. And, yeah. yeah, I had you were that, in a- that white truck, that white Toyota pickup truck that I had just gotten. And I went up to, to what is it, Bear Valley? Is that what it's called in, in, in LA? Uh, Bear Valley or Bear Mountain? Bear Mountain. Late season, April-ish. They, they were probably last day, a couple of days of, of having the mountain open. So, so a sl- little slushy? Very, like a 7-Eleven Slurpee slushy. Yeah. I mean, it was... It <laughs> yeah. was <laughs> Yeah. Not good at all. Yeah. And I mean, to the point where there's like dirt next to the runs, uh, yeah. you know, and trees and rocks and yeah. stumps. And but you I went had up to go. With, you had yeah, to go. I, I went up with a bunch of people and, and uh, my friend Ron Camaro. He said, yeah, we're, we're all getting together to go. And there's like eight or nine Ron of us. That Cam- up. Ron Camaro? He had a, Ron Camaro. He had yeah. a car yeah. last name, huh? Car Ron last name. Camaro. That's Super cool, cool dude. Yeah. Worked in, and he was a sales and marketing guy. And Of course. With a name he, like Ron uh, Camaro. It's got to be skate so, and surf industry. He was yeah. like in, in one of these shoe companies and sunglasses and clothing and apparel and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, we went up there and first run of the day, everyone just bolts it off the, off the lift and they're hauling ass down the hill. And, and I usually take it easy, like on my first run or two to kind of get my sea legs under me and get warmed up and check out the conditions and what the snow's like. But I just hucked it and, you know, they had already disappeared over the horizon and were gone. They were just, you know, booking it. So they're all, and, uh, all good boarders. Of super or good, riders, like what, do you, what do you call or, them? Riders, right? Riders, boarders, yeah, yeah. They they were they were gone. Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, talent wise, they were probably all like at the professional level. Oh, very, wow. very good. So I'm hustling it down the hill to you know meet them up at the lift down at the lift, and it's a it's a constant sort of puzzle to solve when you're snowboarding on any mountain, you know, because there's people of all levels, all skill levels, all experience levels, everywhere on the mountain. So you got little kids with doing pizza, French fries, pizza, French fries, you know, and learning and they're making big wide turns and narrow turns. And then you got people skiing fast going 40, 45 miles an hour and you got snowboarders. And so it's, it can be pretty yeah, you know, tricky to kind of traffic. I was going too fast, you know, for my first run of the day, especially. And, and, um, there was a, a younger kid, probably 11, 12 years old on skis, kind of down sort of a straight groomer groomed hill, uh, off to the left side of me, and I could anticipate. I could tell he's a hundred years big, big bear. I, I could. I was. It was not Bear Mountain. I'm thinking it's, it's big bear. Bear, bear right. Mountain's back in New York. Big bear. Yeah. Sorry. Big bear. Okay. Yeah. He's down probably 75 yards ahead of me, or so I could see him down there, and I'm going fast. Going okay. Am I going to go left around him, or am I going to go right around him? Just made the decision to go left around him, and I was doing that you know, cause you're sort of calculating distance and closing on someone and they're turning and they're going to end up kind of like when you throw a football to a person running, you throw it like where they're going to end up. Yeah. You're leading him. Yeah. And, um, so I'm saying he's going to end up there. And so if I go around him there and I plan on this speed because, you know, hucking it over to your toe edge or heel edge or toe edge, you know, you can grab an edge and slam really hard. Um, if you don't sort of place it just right. So as I'm you know, he's on the left side of the slope and I'm going to go heel edge around him, but he kind of changed directions really weird and kind of stayed over there. So I'm like, nope, last second, I'm going to go right around him. So I went heel to toe to, to get my toe to, co- to kind of go right around him on a, a bigger arc. And it just grabbed my toe edge grabbed and I went bam forward. And I did kind of a somersault. I just uh. sort of went like, somersault over and then landed kind of on my butt with my board out below, you know, like downhill facing downhill on my feet. And right. I'd fallen way harder than this 
dozens and dozens of times. Not a big deal. You know, you fall sometimes and you're just tumbling down the hill and you feel like you got hit by a Mack truck when you get up and you kind of... And this, and like, this is pre-helmet, Kevin, or you're wearing a helmet? Probably pre-helmet. Uh, let's see. Because now was, everybody's wearing helmets. But... I want to say I was wearing a helmet. Oh, I think okay. I've pretty much always worn a helmet. Oh, okay. But when I got up, I felt like, you know that feeling when you lick a nine volt battery and you get that shock on your tongue. Oh, I do this every day. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> rather than morning orange juice, morning I go, orange where's juice. that nine volt battery? <laughs> Actually, let me find a lithium cell that I could just, <laughs> uh, Rechargeable? Inst instead of a lifesaver, yeah. I pop it under my tongue and it just <laughs> suck on that thing. What the hell? What kind of, what kind of question is that? Well, I'm, it's, it's relating <laughs> to the story because that feeling this, this, of like, this, I don't know. This, this, uh, this concerns me now. <laughs> don't be concerned. Don't worry. No, we um, should move on. Cause I'm no, going to, okay. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to make it licks nine volt batteries. <laughs> There's something I, okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. It's okay. It, it turned out well. That feeling that you get when you're licking the nine volt battery, that little shock of electricity on your tongue. I felt like a weird shocking kind of feel in my right collarbone. It was like electrical shock up there. And I went to stand up and it, it kind of did, uh, you know, on the multiple, like a lightning bolt kind of like in my collarbone. And I went, ah, shit. As soon as you yeah. stood up. As I tried to stand yeah, up. As you, oh, you, stand oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, were you then, pushing? Were you pushing up with your uh, with with your hands? Well, I kind of, I think, I think, as I recall, I kind of was. I tried to lean forward as you would. To, I mean, right, because you got you got the board on still. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of try to like kind of kind of quickly with momentum, kind of spring up, up to your feet right. and pop up and right. you know that that shot of sort of electrical voltage into my right collarbone told me right away that I would hurt myself and and then I felt this in, this immediate feeling of nausea, like I was going to throw up. Right, uh, that sort of prickly tingly feeling that you get kind of like in, in your throat mouth sort of wait, like wait, yeah. wait, that that feeling that you get when you take the battery and stick it up your ass <laughs> you know that feeling yeah that, exactly that that, that exactly feeling that was when you were experiencing you were experiencing right yeah yeah and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and like I, said, I, I had fallen way harder than that and tumbled 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 down a hill like you're kind of tucked and rolling and blah, 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 dun, 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 and then you pop, the and, you, and you pop right up then you just go and you right? kind of shake just, it off just blah, right. and just keep on going and you just got um, you caught this one right just caught it right yeah and i flagged someone down and i just say hey excuse me hey excuse me can you uh when you get to the bottom of the hill can you call ski patrol i think i hurt my shoulder and they're like yeah no problem and you know within a few minutes really cool dude shows up with a sled and walkie-talkie and ski those guys guy. those guys are amazing man yeah super cool dude ski patrol is amazing yeah yep helped me load up and talk to me you know to the hill and just you know he's just a, just chatting like you right. somebody's like how long you been riding how long how you know it's going just normal stuff just to kind of probably in hindsight oh you know, just as to, a medic like take your mind off right you know? let's let's ward off the shock yeah. that is inevitable <laughs> and that's already happening and you didn't have a neck injury yeah. So at Definitely. least that he knew of, right? So right. I mean, you're not laying there. That's where, that's where I think everybody goes. Oh man, we got to stabilize this guy, and that's that's funky. So, and so guess guess what? Some um, historical. He gave you. Uh, he hey, take this battery as a parting gift. <laughs> at the bottom like, of the hill, he gave you. Part of our, our pre medical procedure. This is a nine volt battery. Probably something that you're experiencing right now. Here, take this and see if it's similar. Just Duracell or Energizer. Yeah, look that. Either one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, take it. Yeah. Yep. Gets down to the bottom of the hill, do the x-ray. Yep. Broken collarbone. Oh, they actually, wait, they x-rayed you right there? 
Yeah, they have x-ray facilities at the medical office at the ski ski hill. That's probably um, a good thing and a bad thing, right? If you know yeah, that, yeah, I mean, if you, you know look, what you're dealing. You're looking at the brochure, and they go, "Yep, we have a complete surgery suite, uh, X-ray, and uh, medevac." Uh, they do facilities. actually, you know, they have. I mean, here at Boy in, in, at, at our mountain, right up the hill, Pogus Basin, they've got a life flight landing spot where, if there are serious injuries that need to be airlifted right. out. They can land in the parking lot, which is going to give you some pause, but <laughs> right. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it maybe chess. Maybe, maybe I'll go back chess. to chess. Chess is yes. nice. Chess is uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, synchronized swimming. Synchronized um, swimming can be a little more dangerous probably than, than one would think. But, uh, <laughs> so that night, guess where we went after, you, after falling down, after falling down, you, now, if you were me, I broke my wrist, got my cast off, and that afternoon went skateboarding and broke my other wrist. So, Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, that's a, uh, Same a, day? Double wrist? So, uh, so we'll pause the Kevin story for two seconds here, and then we're going to come back because we're at the guess what moment. <laughs> uh, I broke, and this you'll appreciate this because I'm older than you, and you broke your collarbone on a snowboard. Yep. I broke my wrist, my left wrist, on a snurfer. Do you know what a snurfer is? You can Google is that this. Pulling behind a boat. You can no, no, no. You snurfer. take snow. You take snow and surfing. You put it together. It's a monoski. It is the predecessor, the original snowboard. So I was at a getaway on the weekend, and I hop on this thing, and I'm I'm just by myself. And I do this flip over this snow. We're, we're on this farm. You know, it's not it's not a ski area. Uh, it was actually the summer camp that I went to that I had a winter weekend. So I, I flipped over, hit the ground, and I had not licked a battery probably recently, Kevin. So I <laughs> well, wasn't exactly sure the of, the ex- of the experience. Had I licked the battery, I probably would have <laughs> responded better. And go, oh, I know that feeling. Yes. Uh, but I thought, ooh, that kind of hurt. And I was away for the weekend. And long story short with this, I spent three days with this fractured wrist. We take the bus back to New York. My parents go to pick me up. I go to pick up my bag, backpack, what well, I can't remember, whatever. And I go, ow. And they go, what, what, what? And I go, I, my, I, my wrist hurts. I fell, I fell. And, um, okay, let's go get that checked out. So broken cast, right? Okay. Cast. So get the cast off. But I, I was a kid. I was playing basketball. I did everything like an idiot with this kid. But to get the cast off that day, I get on this big foot board, has the polyurethane, polyurethane wheels go down my driveway and I flip backwards and my, uh, I, I, lay, I lay back and I slam my right wrist and I feel, oh, a, a battery should have dropped on my head. I can feel the swelling, yes. right? Like yep. it just the wrist inflating. And I run up to the front and my friends were there. My brother, they go, I broke my, I broke my wrist. And they go, oh, look, you're an idiot. Well, stop joking. Yes. Like you just got your cast off. No, I broke my wrist on this. Thing. And I show my hand, which I can't even, I'm have, I have to hold it. I can't even keep it up. Oh, I went to see the doctor. He put it in a brace. Whoa, was this painful. Kevin, I could yeah. vomit now from the pain from this thing. Yeah. Laces yeah. up the braces. You'll have to come back on Monday to have this thing. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take the x-rays and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see if we put you in a cast because they were concerned that now this was a separation, he thought. It was a bad mm-hmm. break. And uh, so I spent the most painful weekend yeah. with this thing. I mean, extraordinary. Horrible. And, and then, Horrible. So I left school on a... Friday with my cast on my left hand and went back on that Monday 
or that Tuesday, I think Monday went to the, with a cast on my right. And people were just, wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh, you got you have a round trip what, ticket? What what, yeah. Okay. That's now nuts. back to Kevin <laughs> and guess what happened? Guess what happened? Well, interesting sort of <laughs> connectivity and all of this uh, cosmic connection. Me back up with Ron. I said, you know, I got to I got to head home. I, you know, busted my collarbone. He's like, yeah, no problem. Um I'll have one of my friends, you know, handle the rest of it and then Oh yeah, cuz you're, you're, you're at Big Bear. Which uh-huh. is uh, for everybody that is, if I remember, hour and a half, two hours, hour and a half, yeah, it right? It felt like about a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. a couple hours, right? With, with traffic from going right from LA. Yeah. So he drove my truck. I rode in the passenger seat rack home. But that night was your guys' engagement party. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Is this and, true? Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, we're going. Kristen's like, are you sure? I'm like, hell yes, I'm sure we're going. And so I'm like, get some, get some Advil in this thing and we're, we're heading out. Were you? Did you come to the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would have been the night before at Harpoon Henry's, because I have this, I have this vision of you in a, in a, I don't know if it was a brace cast. I can't remember. Yeah, it was that a sling. Was just, you were in a sling, right? And yeah. it was, it was, and a, you it had was that a casual had, dinner because I, I remember you, having like, yeah, uh, like a button up short sleeve like Aloha shirt on. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And everybody was doing little bits and all that. And it was in the marina in Dana Point. It was really, okay. it was very pretty. And you had that hump. You had that, yes. hump, right? Do you still yeah, a big old? Yeah, that big old hump. And, you still have a hump? Yeah. Did it heal? Uh, well, they they did surgery and, and uh-huh. they put a titanium plate and six screws on it to put it back in, in place because it was really displaced, thus causing that bump. So it's really I can still like when I feel my collarbone, I can feel like sort of the ridges yeah. where that plate sat because they since have removed the plate as well. Okay, so, so wait, how, so how'd you get home? Camaro guy drive. What yeah, do you Ron do? Camaro drove my truck, and I rode in the passenger seat, and we rode home. How was that ride? Uh, Miserable, yeah, painful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they gave me some painkillers at the at the mountain and a battery, and and about, <laughs> just keep licking. Look at that battery, you man. You know, you gotta yes. forget about all your worries. Just keep licking that hey, battery. Yeah, yeah. No worry, we got more where this came from. Don't Cake worry about or it. death. Yeah. So the the ride down the hill was bumpy and yeah. painful, but twisty turny. Know, Got, yeah, 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 windy and blah, blah, yeah. the suspension in the truck is kind of a little more rigid for it's not it's not a Cadillac cruiser cushiony ride on down the hill. It was it was you know a little bumpy, but um, yeah. you know we started we we <laughs> we started Kevin if you remember uh, it seems so long ago with this that's that's, that's that we, st- we started right. with we st- we started with that and I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not sure how we wound up we wound up here but here we are And that does it for another episode of No Bed of Roses. We hope you enjoyed hanging out with us and we hope that you'll come back and visit again soon. No Bed of Roses is available wherever you find fine podcasts. Stay safe and we'll see you again soon. Bye.